Hello, what is up, my uh, dudes? Hope you guys have a wonderful day today, man. Coming at you live from the booth, aka Samuel's bedroom, once again with another video today. We have ATK Season 2, Episode 9 of the series. We're running out of fingers. We're going to have to start using our toes. I'm just kidding. But, man, I am really excited to share this with you guys, man, today. Walking through the last few verses in Chapter 3 of 1 Peter. Uh, yeah, but I'm really excited to share this with you guys. Uh, if you guys are not subscribed to the channel, check out that, man. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, you will never miss an episode of ATK or what they didn't tell me in Sunday school. All the Bible lessons or the gaming videos if you're into that as well. But yeah, man, I hope you guys are enjoying this, man. And I hope this is challenging for you. And I hope this uh, helps you grow as well. Because that's what I want these things to be, man. I want it to help people just give people a tool to learn and to, uh, and to listen, man, of what, what the Bible actually says. You know, and I think that's important to know. Reading the Bible for what it actually says versus what people just say that it says. You know, it's important. But, uh, man, last time we talked about, you know, always being ready right? Always being ready to give a defense or an answer, right? That defense meaning answer uh, to anyone who asks you the hope for, that is in you, you know, ask you a reason for the hope that's in you. You know, there's always going to be a time in your life, I promise you, people will come up and ask you, it's like, dude, why are you different? <laughs> or or what are you doing? Like, what's what's different about you? Like, why, why do you have this one, sometimes it'll be a light about you or, or this this joy about you, man. It'll be different and people notice that. I promise you they do. It's very important, man, that we have an answer for that. You know, that it's not just, oh, I don't know. That, But that it's an answer that, man, I've got Jesus and he, he really helps me through the day. He really gives me strength. He really gives me joy. Man, it's always being ready. Man, that's a little bit about what we talked about last time. If you guys missed that one, go check that one out. It's episode eight. Uh, and then come back and watch this one. But without further ado, man, we'll pray really quick. And then we will walk through uh, the last few verses of chapter three in First Peter. So, dear Holy Father, thank you so much for all you've done for us, God. I thank you so much for all you've given for us, Father, you, that you did not have to give, but that you loved us so much and you wanted us, Father, so desperately that you gave your only son to die for us. That it was only through him, Father, that we, that your that the wrath of God would be satisfied, God, that we could come to know you in a relationship, and, and union with you. I thank you so much for that, God, and we we are forever just so grateful. God, thank you so much for all you've done for us, God. I pray that anyone who was able to hear this message, God, was is blessed by it, Father, and challenged by it, and able to learn and grow from it as well. God, thank you so much for all you've done, all you've given for us, and bless this message, Father, and bless whoever was able to see it. In Christ's name, Amen. All right. So, first things first, man, we'll hop into, it's chap, uh, chapter 3 of 1 Peter, and we're hopping into verse 18. Actually, we'll go to 17, kind of finish, uh, start where we finished last time. And what it says is, uh, in verse 17, 1 Peter chapter 3, it says, For it is better, if it is the will of God, to suffer for doing good uh, than to do for doing evil, right? And leading after, that's kind of where we left off last time, right? And then in verse 18, it even says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to, get, put, put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. So, first thing, you know, it, it's better to, do, uh, to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Jesus lived a perfect life, right? He lived the perfect life that we could not live, and he died the death that we deserved, right? And that's what it leads into in verse 18, which is like Christ also suffered once for sins, right? He was put on the cross. He died the death that we deserved. The just for the unjust, right? Like Jesus was just. He was the, as just as they come, right? He was perfect. He lived the perfect life 
in a body like as a human. He didn't have anything special about him for, from when he started, right? But it was through a relationship with God, he lived just like we did. And every single way, he was challenged and, and tempted just like we were, but he didn't sin. Man, and moving forward, the just for the unjust, right? That he might bring us to God. As we talked about in previous episodes, right? That Jesus died on a maybe, that we might come to know God. He, he, he loved us so much and wanted us desperately that he, he took that chance. He took that risk because it was worth it. And moving forward, he says, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the spirit. So Jesus died in the, in the flesh, right? The physical, but he was made alive by the spirit, right? And that's an uppercase S, right? I say uppercase, <laughs> uppercase S, but made alive by the spirit. And then moving on in verse 19, this is one that is, is a little bit more deep here. It says, by whom, talking about the spirit, right? By whom in the spirit, also, he went and preached to the spirits in prison. So spirits there is little s, right? So spirits as far as like like the demonic realm or like, or, or people's souls, right? Spirits, right? Um, and what it says, it says he went to preach. He preached. And that word preach there is it's like preaching the gospel, right? Like preaching what, what the word of God is, right? He went and preached to the spirits in prison. And... There's a lot of different views as, as commentaries that I've seen, man, and things that I've read as well. But man, what I like to do is take what the Bible says and read it for what it says and not what other people think or what other people say, man. And I don't think that that's a bad thing to listen or to look at or listen or, or take advice from others and everything because there's, there's, there's good things that happen from a wise counsel, right? A counsel of many is, is a good thing. But I like taking what the Bible actually says and I think that's you can gain so much from that and just reading it for what it actually says, right? So we'll move to the King James Version here too, right? In verse 19, it says, By which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison. And that in prison, he's talking about hell, right? If if, if Jesus didn't descend, he couldn't ascend, right? He couldn't ascend if up into heaven if he didn't first descend, right? To hell, right? He had to go to hell and, and, and experience that, the, the death that we deserved, right? In order for us to actually come to know him, he had to experience all of that because he had to die the death that we deserved. But he, he went, preached to the spirits in prison, right? Into hell. And moving forward, and and sometimes like people think so he, he didn't go to hell. It's like I would say, you know, look at verse it's Ephesians four, uh chapter four, verse eight through ten, right? And in Ephesians 4, chapter 8, it says, Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Moving further in verse, uh, and gave gifts unto men. And uh, in verse 9, he says, Now this, he ascended. What does it mean but that he fir also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? In verse 10, he says, He who descended is also the one who ascended, ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. So it shows you right there that God did, that Jesus did die and he 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 went to hell, right? And then it says right here just like just like we've said, right? He preached to the spirits in prison. Moving further, it says in verse uh 20, he says who formerly talking about the spirits, right? Who formerly were disobedient when once the divine long suffering waited in the days of Noah. So now he's talking about Noah here, right? Noah and the ark, of the, like the ark that he built, right? Noah and his family. Um, 
this time in Sefer at the beginning, right, where all these people and everything were turning away from God and living their own lifestyles, like living for the flesh, all sorts of crazy things, man, that they were living for that God did not design for them, that he did not want for their lives, right? And it, it says the long suffering, that, that God waited long sufferingly, right? So he waited for a long, long period of time. And he said and, and he gave this to know this like while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is eight souls, were saved through water, right? Noah and his family talking about that right there. But I want to go back, he says, who were formerly were disobedient. Talking about those people, right? Or, or the spirits or the people that were there at that particular time. Um, in the days of Noah, right? And it says, once, when once the divine long-suffering waited in the days of Noah. There, he's talking about, like, God was patient with these people. It's not like it was, you know, one day, they had one bad day, and boom, he's like, God wipes out the whole earth, right, with a flood. That's not what happened, but God actually prepared this in, in a long, long, he says, long-suffering, that he waited for a long time. That he, he spoke through Noah. He's like, Noah spoke through these people. He was the only one that was committed to living a godly life. And he spoke to these people. He says, God, there's something coming, guys. Like, the judgment of God is coming. He, he's, he's speaking to these people, pleading with them that, that, that he is trying to change their lives, asking them, man, repent and, and turn to Jesus, turn, or turn to God, right? But they wouldn't listen. And think about how long, how much time he actually spent building the ark. It was a hundred plus years, a hundred plus years. So it wasn't like a snap of a finger and God was like, yeah, you know what? That's it. There's boom, one day, nah. But it was over the course of a hundred plus years while Noah was building the ark. And man, it's, it's important to know that, that it wasn't just this one instinct of a moment you know but it was the course over a period of time that god was long suffering with him that he was waiting you know and he was working through noah trying to get noah to as well as like save as many people as possible right but they wanted their own way they wanted their own way and it says while the ark was being prepared in which a few that is eight souls were saved through water you know talking about noah they, they were saved through water because they were on the ark right and then moving further, it says in verse 21, it says there's also an antitype. And antitype meaning like uh, a symbol or uh, like in, in place of this or meaning this or something like that, right? Like a, a, along those lines. It says there is also an antitype which now saves us, baptism, right? And it says in parentheses here, not the removal of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of good conscience toward God. Us answering the call to live a godly life, right, is a part of, like, baptism was a part of that. So we, we make this decision to live godly lives, to, to commit our lives to God, but baptism is a part of that. Like, it, and it's this picture, right, and, and this actual cleansing. It was like, we go down into the water and we come back up, that new creation, that new person, right, that the old has passed away and that the new has come that we are a cleansed person, that we are righteous now because of what God has done for us, and we accept that. It's this decision that we make, but man, that salvation and, and baptism, they go hand in hand, right? And it's not saying that this is just magical thing, like that that it say that it's the finished work of Jesus that saves us, right? But it's the good conscience, it's this decision that we make, you know, saying, I'm leaving the old behind me, I'm coming up a new person and being baptized is that is that picture of that, but also it's this cleansing man of, of our souls and of our of our body. It's so important, I think, to know that and everything as well, just that 
baptism is is something that that Jesus did. If if Jesus was baptized, I think it's clear that we probably need to be baptized too. You know, if Jesus did it, I think it's clear that we need to do as Jesus does, right? But uh, not the removal of the flesh or the filth of the flesh, but the answer of good conscience towards God, knowing God, right? Uh, so the answer to God. And this is through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, right? Through the resurrection of Jesus that we're saved, right? It's through Jesus. And then finally in verse 22, man, it says, uh, who has gone, talking about Jesus, right? Who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers have being made, having been made subject to him. This is 22. Who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers having been made subject to him. Man, like Jesus was placed at the at the top, man. And I know we, we talked about this before, but man, it's it's so important to know like that there's power in that, man. There's this song I think of, man. I, I'm a big song person, like, and when I l read scripture and stuff, it just brings songs to mind. And one of the one is called "What a Beautiful Name It Is," right? And there's this the this build up right in this song, and it says, uh, "You have no rival, you have no equal. Yours is the kingdom, yours is the glory, yours is the name above all names." Man, it's this power statement, man, of just this powerful, powerful statement that Jesus is king over all, that he is the Lord of lords, man, that he is the king of kings. Man, you have no rival, you have no equal. Yours is the name above all names. There's just so much power in that, man, and so much authority in that, man, that we can rest in that, that Jesus is the name above all names, and we can go out into the world with the authority that we've been given by him and, and, and live lives of righteousness, man. Live righteous lives, seeking after him. And it's super important. There's so many good things, I think, that to come from that, man, that, that man, that Jesus suffered, right? First things first, in verse 18, it says that Jesus suffered. And the thing is that if Jesus suffered, that means we're probably going to suffer too for trying to live lives that are godly. And I think it's important that we know that, that we don't just discard that. Because, man, to say everything is going to be peachy, <laughs> it may work for a little bit. But at some point in your life, you're going to face hardship. You're going to face struggle. You're going to face persecution because you're trying to live a godly life. It's going to happen. But man, keep the faith. Keep the faith in that, right? We we talked about before, like you're blessed if you if you're persecuted for your faith, right? You're blessed because of that. Look at Jesus, that God lifted him up above the name the name above every name, right? Because Jesus was through it all. He lived a perfect life and suffered the most. That's why God lifted him above everybody else. And then moving forward, it says that that, that God that God is long suffering, man. That he's patient, man. He loves us. He's kind. He he loved those people too. And in Noah's time, he loved them so much. That's why do you think he waited for so long, man? Speaking through Noah and trying to, as Noah is trying to, you know, plead with these people, is like, man, turn away from those things, right? Turn away from the things that will not satisfy you. That it's only God that satisfies. And then finally, man, the baptism, right? That the, not the removal of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of good conscience toward God. That it's this, it's this answer to the call of, of, of God on your life. And that's important that, that, that salvation and baptism, they go hand in hand, right? That if Jesus was baptized, it's important that we be baptized too. You know, answering that call is like, man, I, I'm done with the old me. You know, I'm done with the, the person, uh, the, the filth of this flesh, right? Like, I, I'm done with the old me. It's like, I want to become, I want this, 
this picture, man, in this cleansing of my soul, right? That we come down uh, as the person that we are and we come back up a new person. That the water cleanses us, man, that we were baptized. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? Like, it's just, it's so much power in that. I hope you guys know that, man. Those are That's First Peter chapter 3, verses 18 through 22, man. I hope that was encouraging to you guys, man. I hope this was uh, helpful it's just, just to be able to learn, man, and, and grow from different things and taking the Bible for what it actually says versus what, what we think it says. And I think it's important to know that. Man, if you guys are on the podcast, I thank you guys so much for listening to this, man. It's very helpful. We actually are on Apple Podcasts if you guys want to check those out as well. Um, Oh man, just making it easy for people and, and available for people. I always say the word available wrong. So it's like, anyways, everybody always gives me crap for that. But man, it's super important. I hope that, I hope that was helpful for you guys, man. I hope you're encouraged by that. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching, man. Dude, <laughs> we'll see you guys on the next one. ATK episode 10 coming up next. We'll hop into chapter four of 1 Peter, man. I'm excited to share that with you guys. Thank God still doing really great things with it. Man, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Just on the great, grand, wonderful party. I love you guys. Advanced game is always in. We'll see you on the next one.